Hello, welcome to our Light Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners, and I've got Stuart Izzard with me. Hello, Stuart. Good evening, Max. Good evening, boys. And uh, just to say, El Nenny, 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 <laughs> and we've got John, we've got John Rubin with us tonight. Hello, John. Hello. And um, I know that you didn't want people crushing your positive vibe this week, um, yeah. Daddyo. Uh, but you, you've been very uh, you've been in a positive mood. I understand this week. Yeah, yeah. Till Sunday. Till Sunday, where we had to play Stoke. But um, yeah, no, it's been uh, an interesting couple of games, and uh, we've got. Nick Rowe with us. Hello, Nick. Good evening there, Matthew. And again, another uh, person who was um, WhatsApping this week uh, yeah. with <laughs> your rendition yeah. of Major Tom. Have uh, yeah. you not been to a gig? You've been to <laughs> I a bloody g- hope not. <laughs> well, you, as you said, it. you can't delete it. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. I've out been out there. Thursday night and. Um, I'd been to see a gig and they had a Bowie uh, tribute sort of DJ set afterwards. So I was a bit emotional with the whole Bowie thing. So I came back and thought, I'll do a few renditions of some classics, which when I played back the following morning, I was thinking, oh my God, what was I doing? Ground control to Major Tom. (laughs) Here he is. Take your protein pills and put your helmets on. Sounded like a dodgy action man, didn't I? <laughs> and we've also got Adrian O'Shea here. All right, AD. Hello, How mate. How are you doing? And I noticed that this week when we were playing Liverpool, you seemed to think that the rain might be helping us. Um, I'm not quite sure whether the rain helped us. So certainly the snow didn't help us at the end, did it? Well, the, the rain was all right to get the old ball zipping, but when <laughs> it started snowing... Well, Bill just, thought, Bill just thought that they were bubbles. So, <laughs> that's all right. So um, we've had two games this week, both away games. Um, so Liverpool and Stoke, two points out of six. Um, we kind of wanted four out of six, didn't we? Last week we were talking about that, Stuart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's when you look when you're sort of looking at Man City have just had two home games, they've got four points. We've had two tough away games. We've got two points. We're still top of the table. We got rid of those games, haven't we? Absolutely. So. I mean, Liverpool, I think we started too deep and let them come on to us a bit too much. Um, I don't yeah. know how you feel. I felt, felt like we were sort of had the same game plan as we did against Man City. And we finished too deep, didn't we, as well? Sorry? We finished too deep as well. Yeah, we seemed to be retreating. Every time we got uh, back into the game or got ahead at, in the second half, we seemed to just feel like we could shut the game out and... I guess, that, I guess that we have been doing that, though, recently, haven't we? Against Newcastle, we seem to manage it. And in some other games, we seem to manage the last sort of 10, 15 minutes uh, OK. Uh, but, I mean, they do just... You not think, do you not think Everett should have bust the gut to get to that ball before Joe Allen? 
Well, it was a weird one, wasn't it? Because nobody really expects Benteke to win anything in the air anymore, do they? Um, <laughs> but I, I, I liked... Uh, I mean, I, I I thought that we did okay in terms of the game. I mean, we looked like we could have pushed on and got more goals, but we seemed to revert to the old bringing on Kieran Gibbs and Chambers and stuff, and we kind of played into their hands. I mean, they were just lumping it upfield, really, weren't they? Yeah. Campbell was superb, I mean, wasn't he? He was excellent again, yeah. And Campbell, was, he's just getting better and better, though, isn't he? I mean, his work rate, and he's actually got a hell of a touch on him. Some of those through balls he's played over the last couple of games have been outstanding. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about the goals uh, on on Wednesday. I mean, the ball to Ramsey, that was... Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, that was that... a really nice... Idea. If that had been Ozil, we'd have been raving about it, wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, and again, like I mean, he made some defensive mistakes, uh, which led to their. I think it led to their second goal, didn't it? That uh, was unlucky, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Mate, has gone to play that ball out wide. He hit Campbell and and ended up back at one of their players' feet, didn't it? Yeah. He, he, the one I would blame is fucking Walcott. The the. Oh, that wound me up. What he's doing oh, there. The, the first goal, yeah, yeah. What is he doing? What on earth is yeah. he doing? And I don't know why Why any of our players... I think Koscielny was did similar as well. Why we don't just put a foot through the ball when you're under pressure, it's beyond me. Yeah, and I mean, we've got one of the... If you just get it long, Giroud is the sort of player who can pick those long balls up and hold it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but... Um, I mean, I think uh, just going back to the, our first goal, uh, Giroud took a whack to the back of the head, didn't he, in the build-up? And uh, it was quite funny watching the reaction of the goal because um, Monreal, Nacho, <laughs> he kind of like went down to help Giroud, but he couldn't help. Um, <laughs> he was sort of shaking him in celebration yeah. as he lay uh, with his melon split open. Um, and he needed a, a staple, apparently. I don't yeah, know. a bit. Yeah. Let's see, we've just abandoned the um, band-aids. We just go straight for Stedler <laughs> nowadays. Just get get your old, uh, your big stapler out. Bosch, bit of Vaseline, job done. Um, but Giroud was fantastic in that game, I thought. Yeah. He, he, did, a, he did a great job of um, kind of harassing their centre-backs cent- again. And he scored, I mean, is it the best goal he's ever scored for us? His second one. Yeah. yeah. It, it was neat, wasn't it? It was a nice, neat finish. Oh, yeah. lovely turn, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I only saw the highlights because I was having a curry. So, um, oh, right. <laughs> that's what I was doing that day. I was having a curry. I mean, it was, I a, it was a funny old right. game. We didn't actually have that many chances in that game, did we? We, we kind of, um, every time they scored, we seemed to, to be able to get back into the game. You got to say Giroud did miss a sitter in the first half, didn't he? Oh yeah, there was the one that came off his um, yeah, off his uh, what's that part of your foot called? It's, it's, it's like your your heel shin bit. Yeah, um, he just got it all, always wrong, didn't he? That was really unlucky actually, because it was a good ball from Walcott. Um, yeah, Theo, yeah, he did well there, and his lovely ball inside as well to put him there. Yeah, you wouldn't be very happy if you was a Scouse fan, though, would you? Knowing that. Mingale signed a new five-year deal. 
Well, yeah, I mean, he... And they bought a new keeper? No, no he no. signed a new five-year deal today. Oh, uh, something yeah. on Facebook, give me spoil. Liverpool just bought a new keeper. Now, oh, that's bullshit. Wow. Give me spoil, give me spoil. Give me spoil is rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. Give me it's sport. almost as rubbish ask, as this kick. Ask members of the public... This is Major Thompson, Major Tom. This is Major Thompson, Major Tom. Nothing's as bad as that, John. <laughs> well, I think um, in the end, I think we were quite unlucky to lose the game, uh, to draw the game, because I mean, we didn't really make a defensive error right until the last few minutes, and um, it was one of those ones where it could have just gone anywhere, really, couldn't it? I mean, it's gone under Bellerin's foot. It's beaten the keeper. <coughs> I mean, I, I just thought, I agree with Stuart. I just think we sat back more and more. I think I posted on the WhatsApp group with about 15 minutes to go saying we're going to get done here because we're sitting back too much. And I know we sat back against Man City, you know, away and at home this year and it worked. But we just didn't, we've already conceded two. Yeah. So we didn't really have that defensive stability we've had in some of those other games. And it just looked dodgy, you know. So, yeah. and it doesn't help with the substitutions because we took all the players off who've got any pace, so we didn't have an outlet even to get the ball out anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it was different. It was uh, it was difficult to take actually at the end there because I suppose I mean I kind of I go into that mode where you sort of half switch off. And you're just hoping that the game will finish, and you'll you're sort of. You're not paying too much attention to the game. You're just sort of staring blankly at the screen. It was it, hoping it, that it would just it was hot, end. Hot, hot FaceTime, wasn't it? It was hot FaceTime. Um, and every time, I mean, I really hate to have a go at the Ox again, but again, he comes on as a substitute and every time he gets the ball, he runs into a defender Um just you know, there was there was so many opportunities that we could have broke on them. They were pushing more and more players forward. I think one of their centre backs was playing up front at the end, wasn't he? Um, yeah, well, he, they did the same on set, um, yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Steve Corker, they put him up front. Yes, um, against us and again against Man United yesterday, and just mm. literally just started knocking long balls, you know. And pretty much this, uh, Man United seemed to just hang on to it like we were hang, hanging on, really. But they managed to... That was a terrible game of yeah. football, wasn't it, yesterday? That one. Yeah, pretty, oh, pretty shocking, rubbish. shocking. Um, but, I mean, Theo Walcott's got to get mentioned for being absolute dog shit again, hasn't he? Yeah, no, I, I guess... Well, I couldn't see any bright, he bright moments for him, apart no. from when he gets it across to Giroud. Um, yeah, that was. He yeah. could have bagged himself an assist there, really. But apart from that, he was all over the place, really, wasn't he? I mean, it's like playing with ten men at the moment. That's that. That's not helping. I think he needs to. He needs putting to one side. I hope Sanchez is back this weekend. Yeah. And and Joel Campbell's got to play. So. Oh yeah, I, that's, I think I, that's a given now. I think Theo is is got to be the one that's that's going to miss out and and I hope that's a kick up the arse I know we said it last week but to me he is absolute dog he was dog shit again yesterday to me I don't know well because of injuries that has got to be the only reason that bloke is getting a a game because he's terrible absolutely well the thing is with the Ox even yesterday 
he does get the ball, he does run a bit, he chooses the wrong option. He doesn't, there was one bit yesterday where I think, right, Bellerin's on your right, pass to him is completely open. And he just carried on running into, which to be funny, or not be funny rather, they're massive players, Stoke, they're massive players, and there was a lot of them behind the ball. And he had no chance of getting anywhere. But he just does that. Occasionally he pulls out a pass, but not very often. But he does put a shift in. He may not think about what he's doing half time. He was unlucky. He, done, he does far him. more. Does far more than Walcott does. Even though it's not always the right thing. I know you hate him, Matt. But well, I don't hate him. I, I just hate the idea that he's now. You just hate well, the idea of him. Well, I hate the idea that he had shown. <laughs> so, he's got so much potential, and yet he's kind of blowing it for himself. So let's. I mean, move on I to think the he's game. Just trying too hard, Matt. Though I think what he's doing is he's basically thinking. Look, I'm always the substitute. I'm always the one who's coming on for like 15, 20 minutes. Walcott's doing fuck all. And for some reason, Walcott plays nearly the whole game all the time. So he's trying to prove that he can do something. He just doesn't always pick the best option. Yeah. Walcott picks no fucking option because Walcott just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Good call. I mean, Good call. I, I think there's, um, there's obviously an issue with... Uh, his confidence, Oxide Chamberlain. Um, I mean, let's make that was a good save for him yesterday. Yeah, that was a good save. I mean, you know, he's he's had a go there, and that was a bloody good save from Butland. It was, yeah. yeah. At least, at least he contributed that to the game. Yeah, so I mean, he uh, let's move on to sun Sunday. So, um, he got a chance, and I, I mean, I did say at the beginning of the game. You know, here is his opportunity because he gets a start with no Ozil in the team, and we had, you know, he had opportunity to have that uh, sort of midfield role alongside Ramsey. Um, but eleven misplaced passes. I mean, he was knocking the ball out wide. It's going out of play, and oh. was that Chamberlain? Chamberlain, yeah. There was a lot yeah. of passes yesterday, though. To be honest. It wasn't a great game. The tactics weren't brilliant. The problem we got is, is that they're able to bully us out of it because they're all so big. I said today, and that's why I said I weren't going to say a lot about this game. We're pussies. Apart from Flamini, we do fuck all to their players. It's like there was one point I see it at a corner where Shawcross has got hold of Giroud's wrist and he's holding him. And... What Giroud should have done was he'd have got his other hand and dug his nails into his fucking wrist, stamped on his toe, because at their corners, everyone just stands off them. No one grabs them, no one bullies them. They just let them have free reign to do whatever they want. Apart from Firmini, our team is full of fucking pussies and they need to toughen up a bit and learn that they've got to just fucking get stuck in a little bit because while you're getting bullied out of the game, it puts you off what you're going to do and you, you just, you're not going to win a game like that, you know. Yeah. Um, they need just to start kicking people about a bit. Pick up the odd card, give to shit. I think we've been a bit better this year, but I do agree with you, John. There's, there's games like Stoke Away where we just don't give enough, and you've got to, in that first couple of minutes, mm. give it really large to them, and maybe go through one of their players, take them out, you know. What did Vinny really in that video he did? In the Hard Man video, he says, you find their hardest player... You go through him very quickly. And once they see that you're prepared to do that, then they have second thoughts about it. And that's it. 
you go through shock. At Parker, on their left-hand side, Abby never got carded. There was one bit, well, I can't remember, I don't know he fouled. It might have been Joel Campbell or Giroud, whatever. And he's trying to say to ref, I was blinded by the fucking, uh, the lights. He's gone, oh, the lights, I can't see. Fuck off. Someone go through that prick. <laughs> Admittedly, the ref should have been harder. The referee should have booked him early on, and that would have put pay to it. But while he's getting away with it, and while all their players got away with it, we have to give some back. Yeah, I mean, there was... He's not booking them for fouls. He's not going to book us for fouls either. I can't quite remember who the player is. Is it Parker? On the left, they're number three. He went straight through Joel Campbell within about two minutes. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Really, that deserved a card. Yeah, he's a number three. What was he, the left back? I think it was a left back. He was getting up forward a lot, though. Peters. Peters. Eric Peters. Peters. Sorry, yeah. 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 That one. Yeah, yeah. he's a big... Not Parker, a, then, John. No. Not Parker. No. no. Um. Cancel that contract on Parker in Stoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody Parker. Yeah. I'm not going with P anyway. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric Peters is getting a call off of uh, Lady Penelope as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> or Lee. To see if he can buy yeah. for his next coat. Um, so yeah, I, I have to say I was a little bit um, surprised uh, that Theo's reaction to being subbed off. I mean, he looked pissed off that he was the one coming off. That made me laugh. He can't I, believe it. I can't believe shit. He was brought off for Iwobi, wasn't he? I mean, he was that bad. But Iwobi uh, did something in the first few minutes. He yeah. actually made a bit of an effort. Yeah, but I mean, generally, we just missed Mesut Ozil in that game, really, didn't we? More than anything else. Yeah, you're going to miss a player of that quality. Uh-huh. Any team would. But that said, I mean, I think Giroud did nothing wrong, and he had two chances. He Butler was superb. He put them both, you know, in the right area. One from yeah. the corner, one where he came through and sort of volleyed it down. And, and the header as well. The keeper did really well. I mean, I would love to have Butland as our number two. I would. To be honest, with most uh, other keepers, I think with most other keepers, they would have been goals. Yeah, exactly. So I think you know, Butland's, Butland's got to be thinking about England's number one, hasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. and he's he so played young. Emirates I mean, and all Butland. If it weren't for Butland at the Emirates, we would have scored a few more. I hate you, Butland. <laughs> 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 I think that's the picture now, haven't it? With a picture of uh, what's name? So let's have a quick chat about El Nenny because I thought he could have come on in that game. I mean, I'd... he's got a Klingon's head, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got strange. Yeah, he's got a strange forehead. Yeah, it looks like someone's given him a right hander to it. I reckon he um, might be able to place a few on people, basically, with that forehead. Yeah. He but, might toughen it up a bit. But, I mean, I, they, they, they've been sort of raving about his engine, haven't they? That he's uh, it's a, one of it's the a players that can I mean, run... Stoke away in your first game. I can yeah. see why he didn't bring him on, you know? No, I suppose Ten minutes, so, though? But... Ten minutes wouldn't have hurt, would it? No. I suppose if we felt that we were... You know, we were in real trouble, but we weren't in real trouble in that game. No, 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 no. So they had a couple of good. You know, it's more of a like, sort of, a sort of. Yeah, it had nil nil written all over it. Um, unfortunately, we'll bring him on Sunday when we're five nil up against Chelsea. That's a good idea. 
Um, when you, I mean, when you look at the when you look at the other teams' results at Stoke this year, you know, you know, City have already lost there, United have lost, Chelsea. So I know it's not a bad point, I don't think, and especially with our record there. And you look, you know, Wenger's only won there once or something. So was it the second clean sheet we've had in twenty three visits to Stoke or something? Yeah, it's not. I mean, we beat them every single time they come to the Emirates. I mean, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I can't remember us losing to them or even drawing a game. For years, no, but going there is a really tough game for for anyone this season. It's not an easy place to go. Yeah. I don't. Look, think we... a I ask don't... a question about this about that game. I missed the first twenty minutes, I think, or first half hour, and I kept booing Monreal. Did they just mix him up with Ramsey? Stoke <laughs> fans not tell, so I couldn't realise. Well, every time Monreal had to boo him. Well, they were booing Monreal, I think, because he was getting taken out all the time and going down, um, which is their sort of style, isn't it, Stoke fans? They like to, they like to boo the afflicted. Um, yeah. But, um, I, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a strange thing, isn't it, AD? Um, the, I mean, all the Arsene Wenger masks and stuff. I mean, what's all that about? I mean, what, what team do you go to where they would put your the opposition's manager's mask on. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, neither do I, Matt. Uh, Britannia is a bit of a hard place for us to go to, and considering we're one in six up there, um, going back to what Nick said, a point's pretty good. Well, even Alan Shearer on Match of the Day was thinking, well, that proves that Arsenal can win the league if they can go there and 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 shut out Stoke, which is yeah. praise high praise yeah, it from Caesar. The it wasn't the worst thing. I think because it, it came off the back of dropping that the three points at Anfield. Yeah, everyone was a little bit more. You know, it was almost like we put a bit more pressure on maybe to go and win that game. But it's it's not the worst thing, is it? I, I think know, we built, yeah. built ourselves up to come away from there without losing clean sheet. No, no major injuries or anything like that. Um, I, I don't think it's that bad. It, it's kind think, of like a complete non-week, isn't it? Because nothing yeah. really has changed. No. We've, no, we, know, mean, yeah. we know more like... We don't look any more like a ch- like champions. We don't really look any less. In fact, no. But no one, we, really took, no one really took the opportunity when we dropped no. four points in the week. You know, Tottenham dropped three... Um, Leicester dropped a couple, Man City dropped a couple on games that were, you know, probably technically easier with games than us. Yeah. So we haven't, uh, we, we didn't come out too badly at. And still top of the it, table. In a way, it was better to get two points than three because if we had lost one of those games, it would have been a, a bad game to lose. You know, we don't exactly. really want to lose to Stoke um, ever now because it's just getting ridiculous. Um, yeah. And, you know, you don't Plus, want your confidence dented by losing at yeah. Anfield. So, in Defensively, a way... you, you, we've come out of the thing with a clean sheet as well, rather than coming out of it having just conceded three. So, yeah. you've got that off the back as well. Yeah, so, we've, got, no, I thought it was... we've got a big game to look forward to on Sunday too, and we might have some players back for then. So, it's... Sounds uh... like Ozil's almost going to be back, doesn't he? I mean, he was... It was interesting whether he was, you know, he was fit to play or whether, or whether he just decided, I don't really want him being exposed to the 
to the Stoke team. He had swelling on his foot. Foot, yeah, inflamed foot. That's it. Yeah, so I mean, Arsene looked a bit dodgy when he was saying it. Almost like if I say I'm resting him, it might not go down very well with Arsenal fans. So I'm gonna—he's got a bit of an inflamed foot, and he's not very well. Um. I don't that. think he rested him, though, Matt. I, I think it was genuine, that. Do you think? I, I think he would have... If he could have had Mesozo fit yesterday, he would have played him. I don't think he'd worried about where it was. He was three points yesterday. No, Mesozo is. You don't, you don't rest someone like that just, just because you think they deserve a break. He would have played yesterday. So I, don't, I, I think that was... You're breaking yeah. up, Stuart. Am I only yeah. one Breaking up? No, no, no. He's breaking up there. Keep Sorry. talking, Stuart. Sorry. Yeah. Not really. Uh, I agree with you, Stu. If there was a choice <laughs> of Flamini or Ozil, it would have been Ozil starting. So, AD, that was a classic, Stuart. I can't understand a word you're saying, but I agree with you, mate. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <understand> Anyway, we're still top of the league. What are we moaning about? Exactly. So, well, um, Man City closed the gap a little bit. But... All right, don't um, ruin our vibe, cool cat. Daddy-o. You're bringing, John, you're bringing John down again, man. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we like the new happy Ruben. <laughs> Although it was quite um, sycophantic at times with the, some of your messages. Hello, people. How are you all? Smiley face, smiley face. All that shit. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> was, 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 was in a happy place. <laughs> so, um, that, that's, uh, that's us still top of the league um, with Chelsea on Sunday. Now, I've got some questions for this week. Um, top I'm of not going to mention how good Peter was. Are we not going to mention what? How good Peter Chet was Oh well, let's all right then. Well, let's talk about uh, his saves because one of them was double, double. It, it was a double, and yeah. I don't know how many thirty-six-year-old men could go down and get back up and get go down again like that. But I think he shows he's pretty nimble as he uh, he might even be in his prime now. I mean, it was oh, he's outstanding, isn't he? I mean, it's his anticipation yeah. of those things, isn't it? That he knew that there was still a problem as soon as he saved it. He's up and chasing across the goal. Um, yeah, I'm, what I like about it, did you see the thing in the standard tonight, the interview with Theo? Yeah. <laughs> Where, the, um, they, they got about... back in the changing room and the team were all down and it was Czech who picked them all up saying, you know, what a good result it was and how few teams get a you know, point at Stoke. And it sounds like he's becoming a real major influence in the dressing room as well. Maybe he should be captain, to be honest. I mean, was he ever captain at Chelsea? I I, I don't know. know. It's probably Terry, isn't it? So I don't know whether when Terry was injured, maybe, but I don't know. I mean, I think that he he doesn't need to be captain to have the influence he's having on games because... No, exactly. Solidity, that that kind of uh, assurance policy, isn't it? And... um, yeah, just a, another fantastic <laughs> performance where you just know that that was possibly a point saved rather than two lost. 
at times. Yep. Um, I've got, got to admit, he's out on that pitch well before the other players, before any match. Yeah. All the home matches, he's out there half an hour before anyone else practicing. It's funny, isn't it? Because, I mean, it looks like that, that double save was straight off the sort of training field. It, it's like the sort of drill that you do to go but, down, yeah, get but back up hear, and go down quickly again. You hear the uh, sort of training he does. Again, that was in the sort of article in the standard last week, wasn't it? The goalkeeping coach who's still actually at Chelsea, isn't he? But, um, you know, literally works. He doesn't tend to work with a football. He works with bloody tennis balls and anything but, you know. So he's literally different movements and different reaction times are needed for every different session he does. Hang grenades. So, <laughs> that was one of his favourite ones, yeah. Water balloons. Um, yeah, bubbles um, for Bill. <laughs> An egg. A big um, breasted lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that's why he was going on the train, so he could um, practice his reaction on that, that in that toilet yeah. where you have to put your hand under each bit to get the soap, the soap, the water, the dryer. Soak the water, the dryer. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, talking of tennis balls, uh, that's one of my questions this week. So, uh, yesterday we heard that there was some match fixing going on in tennis, top-level tennis. Who do you think of fixing our games? Pardon? If there's a player in our team who's secretly ruining our chances... Well, Theo God. fucking oh, Walcott. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I can think of a couple of referees. Yeah, yeah like certainly. Our, our mate Mike Dean, uh, yeah. allegedly, is a match fixer. Um, yeah. And... Um, yeah, I just thought that maybe that our, our um, lack of success generally over the last few years has possibly been down to someone taking a, a bar. You'd have to question Emmanuel Abue when we played Liverpool at home and he gave that penalty away right at the death. Oh, God, yeah, that was awful. You know, we've lost the draw. In, we've, we've given away goals to Liverpool regularly in the last few minutes, haven't we? It was the same at Anfield last season. When we had yeah, as well. Mertesacker ducked the header. Yeah, that's right, ducked it, yeah. So maybe it's Mertesacker then, <laughs> fixing our matches. <laughs> so he's in, he's in charge. Alleg- allegedly. He, allegedly. You can't trust the Germans. <laughs> he's in charge of the fines for the players, isn't he? So maybe secretly um, he's got a, hundreds of thousands of pounds in the fine jar. Um, yeah, he's got a bet three six five account. <laughs> yeah. So um, the other thing, <laughs> the other question. Let's move on quickly from that one. The other question I wanted to yeah. ask. So on uh, Sunday we saw Phil Jones, uh, Man United defender, in the Anf- in the Anfield crowd with the fans, and yeah. it, it got me thinking. If you could take one of our injured players and sit next to them for a match, who would you want to sit next to from our injury list? John? Ozil. Ozil. <laughs> Just to see if he actually smiles at any point in time when we score. <laughs> he's actually, they said he's quite funny, isn't that, didn't they? Was that Walcott yeah, again yeah. saying that he, he has them all in stitches? But to be honest, yeah, I'd like to sit next yeah. to, if I could pick any Arsenal player to sit next to in the crowd, yeah. it'd be Walcott so he's not on the fucking pitch. <laughs> 
So what about you, Stuart? What do you reckon? It'd have to be Sandy Cazorla. Yeah. I'd just like to watch his legs swinging on the seat where they can't touch the ground. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like Ronnie he wouldn't be able to see the game, would he? He'd be going, no. oh, I can't see, I can't see. It'd be like me taking Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, I mean, yeah, no, that, that's a good call, actually. Uh, what about you, AD? Who would you want from our injury list? Um... I don't know, probably uh, Welbeck, give him a kick up the arse and say that uh, striking positions is. <laughs> you gave him a kick up I the was... arse, though, Wade, you'd be out for another two months. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it would be good to see Welbeck to remem- remind me what the fucker looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He looks like either Sanchez kid or play. I'm not sure which Sanchez. One. You won't understand the fucking word he's saying, but he'd be all right. Well, you could always try and have a crafty burn with Jack Wilshere, couldn't you? That's right, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> that one. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say I'd go for Jack Wilshere because I imagine it'd be a bit like um, standing next to Sock, sort of flaunting the smoking <laughs> rolls. You reckon, um, you reckon the miniatures would be out halfway through the game? The miniatures would be out, yeah. He'd be... Um, <laughs> Selfie in himself, and if we scored, it would be he would go mental, wouldn't he? I reckon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sort of throwing punches at the back of people's heads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or it might be nice to. So basically, basically, you sock then, you say. <laughs> basically, we'd like to sock from the injury list. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, the final question I've got is, is cricket more exciting than football? No. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> to be honest, though, it depends what you're playing. If you're playing 2020 or one day, possibly. If you've got a test match that goes on... Oh, I went to one day during a test match a couple of years back at Essex. Yeah. It was, I think, the third day. Oh, it was so boring. But 2020, <laughs> where they got a run chase, that would be quite good. Well, I mean, a I, day at the cricket can be really good. Like the, the test match where Stuart Broad got his six for 19 the other day. Exactly. That was brilliant to watch, That's you know. What I'm it thinking really was. Of. Absolutely. Yeah. And when Stokes got his 250 ever um, in that first, in the previous test, it's brilliant to watch. But I think for sheer excitement, it's got to be football, just that whole 90 minutes condensed in. Whereas, you know, a test match, you get the odd moment, don't you? And I went to the bloody oval a couple of years ago and I think I must have been playing Pakistan or something and they were about at the end of the day about 270 for two yeah. and I'd missed one of the wickets while we're at the bar so literally I saw one England take one wicket in six and a half hours you know I, um, so it was a bloody long day I have uh, got two injuries at the cricket and it actually fits into that discussion we had about getting injured at a football game um, and I, when, if you remember, Northampton Shear played at Northampton Towns. Ground. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they used to have, then the football ground only had three sides, didn't it? That's right. So the pitch sort of encroached just about onto the football pitch, and um, during lunch when Northampton Shear played India, I um, was playing cricket with my mate in the Northampton Town stand. So you can imagine that there was like a strip of concrete but with like those barriers between between them um yep and my mate cracked the ball back at me but he cracked it to one side of me and i ran down in 
the the stairs of, into the stand and immediately smash my head against one of the poles, like the crossway poles. Um, yeah. uh, I think I nearly knocked myself out. You know when you can taste metal? It was yeah. like that. And then I sat down, we were on the front row, um, and Kapil Dev uh, s- smashed a ball um, square of the wicket. It took two bounces and landed straight in my bollocks. <laughs> so I had a head injury and, Good my, shot. and my testicles. Um, and everyone was applauding. I'm, I'm not sure whether they were applauding the fact that it was a great shot or whether, or, or just the fact that I'd got squarely hit in the testes. Did you go and show? Did you show Kapildev the damage he'd done after the game? I was shouting because obviously the balls ended up in my lap, so I've had to chuck it back. But I was um, shouting at him, um, "You bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, cricket isn't any better. It's, it's not better than football. But it did seem good at the weekend compared to watching us against Stoke. I have to say. Um, Yes, true. So, Matt, on another side, um, yeah. you announced last week that you'd got a call from the um, transport police or something. Did oh, you? Yeah. Find- so, I don't know yet because I haven't gone to Victoria Station, but um, uh-huh. they might have my iPad. Um, I got an email saying we've got a bit of your property, <coughs> and I can only assume that because they knew my email address, that it's something with my email address on it. Which would be... So, listeners, if, you, if you'd like to write in to the um, Twitter page with what you think Matt has lost and they've found... <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it's my iPad, but I'm going to find out tomorrow, so I'll let you know. Um, Excellent. So, so um, does, do you, does anybody want to talk about transfers, or do you think we're all done? There's oh, quite I a can't the thing about granite, granite hasn't gone away. Yeah, uh, um, I don't think it's done. I said last week, I think he's going to pull a sneaky one out of the bag. Now, the, the, do you think it's Lacazette? Because there's stuff about that uh, on on some of the more dependable sports journalists have written about that we're facing, so we're, we're going up against Tottenham for Lacazette. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if, you know, it could be a strike. It could even be another midfielder, Matt. I think he's looking at there's going to be bodies disappear in the summer and he's going to get, get things rocking and rolling now ready so we can take off again next season without, you know, joining the 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 masses trying to grab players in the summer. Well, there's quite a few. I mean, there's this uh, Yarmolenko. There's... Good player. There's this... Uh, yeah. Mayoral, who's a striker, isn't he, in France... Which sounds like the sort of thing we do, um, and there's uh, they're still talking about Victor Wanyama. One of the, one of the more interesting ones was that they they're looking to re-sign that Oguzan Aussie Cup. <laughs> Easy for you to say. The one who the one who left us, who's basically looked like someone had fallen asleep on their keyboard when they wrote his name. Yeah, Scrabble Dream. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, I think he's been in. Is he been in Turkey or Greece or somewhere like that? Doing quite well. It's funny how these players. I mean, it was good to see old Benikafobi get a goal at the weekend. 
He, yeah, that's right, for Bournemouth. Yeah, looked, yeah, I fair mean, play he, to him. He looked like uh, he could have done a job for us. Uh, I mean, he, he's obviously got to get used to the level he's playing at, but he definitely gets into the positions you need to as a striker. What made me uh, chuckle, though, on uh, Give Me Spot on Facebook today, there was going like, oh, is this the biggest mistake Wenger's ever made? Yeah. I think he scored one goal in the Premier League so far. There's nothing to say he's going to exactly. be like an outstanding striker. I mean, he had quite, like, he had quite a poor time. game in the midweek, didn't he? He, he, he seemed yeah. to have a load of chances and, uh, you know, you're wondering if he's got, got what it takes at that point. But he, he, he persevered. That was quite good. Um, Who? Benicophobi. All right. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the Bournemouth podcast. The Bournemouth yeah. podcast, yeah. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, AD, is your missus still going on in the background there, yeah? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so let's talk about Chelsea. So let's have a, a few ideas about how we might be able to abuse Diego Costa. I don't think he'll play. No, no, I don't. I think he he went to hospital. It's only bruising, but I don't think they'll. And if if he does play, you just got to go for that shin. Yeah, well, I mean, he'll go for you, so you might as well go for him. Yeah, Koscielny or whatever, just give him a proper good old kick on that first first couple of minutes, and he'll he'll Gab- see you Gabriel, Gabriel, do him. Well, I did put down here. Do we play Gabriel just for the fun factor involved? It it would be funny, wouldn't it? Um, I'd look. You can see it kicking off in the bloody pre-match handshake, can't you? The thing is, you know he's going to play up. You know he's going to wind up the players. I just got to try and ignore him. Let Flamini go through him a couple of times, and just try not to get involved with him. You know, that's all they got to do. Just don't get involved. The I, so, it's, I mean, half of it, half of the, what happened before was down to the referee, wasn't it? Because he wasn't, he wasn't punishing his behaviour. It won't be Mike <laughs> Dean again, then. Well, let's hope not. Bloody hope not. I can't believe that they would pick him for that game. I can't. I wouldn't believe. No, I would. I would be, I'd be amazed they did. Let's hope it's our mate Kevin Friend. Yeah, we need a friend. Special friends. Which we friends? friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So um, five one. So you, you what? Your prediction's five one. No, I said I bar one five one. You know, it's bar me nights and old bar. Yeah, yeah. five one. Excellent. Good old eye bar. Swansea. Winning one nil. Yeah, because that when we're talking about Chelsea, I think that puts them that puts Chelsea four points off the drop if they win tonight. Yeah. Well, even old Gus Hiddink said that they've got to watch below them as well as above them. Yeah, um, they're, and they're, I mean they have. They well, sort got... of, they, he keeps going on that they're unbeaten, but I mean, God, they've leaked goals. To be honest, uh, though, that equaliser, well, eight minutes injury time. And Terry's a yard offside. I mean, not being funny, if you look at our game, there's been some very, very close offsides in some of our games, like by foot. He was like a yard, yard and a half offside when he scored that equaliser. And the linesman or the ref could not see that. It was quite amazing, to be honest. Well, I suppose, I, I imagine that they just didn't see the header that put him through, because it was a, a sort of little header, wasn't it? Uh, Oh, it was, it was, it was so a shocking decision, though. Yeah. yeah, shocking decision. And it's one of those um, ones where you've probably only got a, got 
the absolute moment to make that decision. Otherwise, you've really blown it because there's 40,000 people cheering a goal and you yeah. look like a complete villain if you... I was reading it. somewhere that the... Because they were going on about the time of the goal. Did he add seven minutes on or something? Well, there were seven, uh, seven minutes and then they were they talking about the celebration of the goal. That's right, yeah. yeah. Because Everton was celebrating. Was held up, yeah. They added so, another minute. So then one of the Everton players was moaning, well, why didn't they add a minute on? Because as soon as the kick the kickoff went, they... Um, they, he blew the whistle. Yeah. So why wasn't there a minute added on for their celebration? Well, it was Chelsea. They're cunts. <laughs> well, I mean, let's hope that they we give them a good hiding for once. Because um, we are going to. Um, they they certainly everyone's trying to suggest that they oh. are sort of recovering away. You know, they're recovering out of this this depression they've been in. But I don't see any evidence of that. So drawing with West Brom and then they're, Everton. They're not winning games, are they? No. Um, it, we just hope that they don't have that miraculous uh, recovery against us that they always seem to do. Peter Cech will want a clean sheet, won't he? Let's face it. Yeah, and if Costa yeah. doesn't play, they've got some some decisions to make about who's up front, haven't they, really? And if again, I don't think if Fabregas plays, we're obviously going to cane him. So yeah. he ain't going to have he ain't going to have the game of games, is he? So yeah, I think as long as the crowd's behind all us lot and we slag them off, and we'll be all right. I'm predicting. Oh, it's going to be. Uh... I think we'll tear him a new one Sunday. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for three nil. Okay. Nick, I think we'll win, but I think it'll be closer. I mean. Although Chelsea have been really shit and lost a lot of games, they're not getting caned in many. So I think we'll win, but 2 1, I reckon. AD? Uh, I'd hope to win, but I think it's going to be close. So probably a 1 0. Okay. And John? 4 0. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to go for three-one because I think I'm going to have a we walk hat trick. Who? Walk hat trick. Fucking hell! He won't play, John. Well, let's see. I mean, if Sanchez starts, <laughs> then he's not going to start with Sanchez, is he? I mean, he'll probably. No, him no. Off. I think bring him, if he's there, he'll be on the bench. I reckon. Um, and we'll have to see how the early minutes go. Giroud's the important one for me because he's never really done it against Chelsea as he? he's kind of frozen a few times yeah um, so it's a big game for him I think that's that's where then I think if if we've got the likes to say even even just drop Walcott and play Chamberlain and um Campbell and play Giroud and bring Walcott on yeah later in I think the if game, Ozil plays Giroud might get a couple yeah let's hope so because uh, again it's yeah. been it's it's always been the same with I mean Giroud's played well in those games sometimes but he never seemed to got the, get the goals he deserved. Apparently, aren't they the deadliest strike partnership in Europe at the moment? I say. Well, pretty, some they stat. must be. I mean, they must be because Giroud's got eighteen goals, Ozil's got sixteen assists. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty outstanding return for halfway through the season, isn't it? Swansea one one nil. Yay! 
Who, who were they playing? Watford. Watford. Oh, right, so that puts Chelsea in trouble. Well, yeah. it just brings them... I think it puts Swansea above Newcastle. Yeah. On 22 points. And Newcastle on 21 in third from bottom. And Chelsea, or wherever they are, but they're on 25. So, yeah, they're, they're four points off the drop. So, um... We've got. Uh, we'll all be meeting up on Sunday, and one of the topics of conversation um, we're going to have to talk about is um, this sponsorship deal we're supposed to be doing with an under nine side in Lewisham. Fucking hell! No. <laughs> yeah. So no. apparently, Arsenal sponsor. Do they sponsor the boys or the girls? Arsenal ladies sponsor someone. One of the teams, and we've been offered the under nines to sponsor, to buy them their kits. And I mean, as much as I uh, enjoy the idea, we've got to make some money out of this before we can give something back, really, haven't we? Put this yeah, no, we, we put money in. If we put money in, we need like an account for the podcast. If we put money in, it looks like we've got money. It opens up you to tax implications and shit like that. We haven't got any money. We're not a profit-making podcast. And um, <laughs> you've got to put your own cash in. Well, Lee suggested it. Let's see Lee put some cash in first. <coughs> yeah. He he could... 40, he's going to have to put at least 30, 40 quid in for anybody else to match it. So if Lee goes and puts in 30, 40 quid then we can consider it, but it can't be from the podcast as such because the podcast makes no money. Well, yeah. and That's um, where we could do with some sponsors, John. Exactly. So we could do with some sponsors. Um, so if you're out there and you're thinking uh, we would, we're, uh, you know, the funniest Arsenal podcast on uh, iTunes and... We've on the planet. Got, <laughs> on the planet. And yeah. uh, we've got some potential... I think that, you know, there is a great opportunity for Sky to um, uh, sponsor <laughs> someone like us. And Sky, uh, uh, the sort of company that really, you know, support grassroots football, Sky, aren't they? I've got, got, got to tell you, Matt. Oh, he's not on. I've got to tell you, Matt. Yeah. Matt, there was um, a geezer I know, he listens to this, Neil, and he's not an Arsenal fan at all, yeah? Yeah. But he's listened to the podcast and he said to me the other day, he goes, oh, that Stuart's a funny bloke, isn't he? There you go. And I, I, I did tell him that in real life, he's nothing like that. It's all a stage act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, any money we get, any money we get has got to pay towards the cost of the podcast first. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm hoping that with Sky get on board with my plan. Um, well, how about, or, or Ren Seven Oaks? Or Ren Seven Oaks. The or finest, Love My 500. The finest Fiat um, garage in the... Southeast. The Southeast. Kent, Kent I was going to say, but let's go with Southeast. The universe. Um, yeah, well, maybe maybe if we could speak to someone from Ren Seven Oaks, then they or, might... Um, or Love My 500. Or Love My 500. Fiat garage. Oh one seven three two seven six one two hundred. Oh, that was great through laughing. That's really good <laughs> yeah. promotion, isn't it? So the number is oh eight hundred. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Yeah, so lovely. I mean, Fiat stands for Fix It Again, Tony, doesn't it? Yeah. So you must be rolling in it, Stuart. 
all those oh, crappy Fiat's. Uh, oh, I'd, well, I'd, like, I'd like to know someone who works there first, Matt. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. So if you could do yeah. a bit of investigating. Yeah, I will do. And finally, before we end this podcast, um, I, I, in, I I spent some time at the weekend on a particular endeavour uh, <laughs> called the Outline Block 5 Wrap, oh, which I was hoping God. to get Stormzy um, in, but he was busy uh, at a boxing match or something. But um, I'll put that at the end of the podcast. I'm sure you'll all enjoy it. Um, it really is wonderful. And uh, I, I, I listened. I listened to it pissed, and I thought it was wonderful. But I haven't heard it so yet. So, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just thought it needed, uh, you know, it needed a bit of uh, a, a bit more of uh, a younger crowd listening to the podcast. So, um, uh, well, that's got rid of any of a chance of a younger crowd. <laughs> Did you get young Brendan's opinion of it? No, no, young Brendan uh, has been very quiet of late, which is a surprise because he can't stop talking. Um, (laughs) but yeah no uh, I'll put it at the end and you can all have a listen but um, so um, uh, thanks boys another great week and um, really looking forward to Sunday where I'll be back I'll Uh, be back I'll be back and looking forward to finally getting a result against Chelsea yay how are you guys Snow, we're on your side. 2016 Gooners, put your hands up, subscribe to our pod. Well, put your hands down and subscribe to the pod and then put it back up again. But do make sure you subscribe. It's jumping off in here. Yo, Arsenal, we're on your side. With the boys from our lot in Block 5. We got something to say about the Gooners. Comedy and football with the big Kahunas. We don't say the same stuff, that's a big surprise. And we'll leave your peepers bulging like Ozil's eyes. We got Stuart Izzard, he's a funny fella. He loves cracking jokes while he cracks the Stella. John the Rude never watches the game, but we'll know he'll have something to say. All the same, Nick Rowe is our runner, and don't mix him up with Nick Williams. You know the one who will shut up. Yo, Billy D, little older than the rest, and the things he comes out with, well, FFS and AD. A pie and a coffee does the trick, unless you count the time you had a Turkish walking stick. Tommy B is a boy who works at Sky Sports, and we stalk Nat Sawyer despite the order of the courts. Check us out every Tuesday morning. Every time we lose, it's never boring. We love ranting, we love the goals, and with time Chelsea loses like Megalos! Yo, tell them Gracie, Megalos, Megalos, yo, spend some money, Arsene, 2016, yo, and we out.